At the start of Game of Thrones, we meet the Stark family. There's Ned, Catelyn, Rob, and they all die, but we've still got Sansa, Arya, Bran, Rickon's alive in the books, and there's Jon, who's secretly half Targaryen, at least in the show. We tend to see the Starks as the good guys, but the Stark family aren't the Brady Bunch. In Chapter 1, Ned beheads a guy and makes his sons watch, and the kids all get pets from a giant dead wolf. It's clear from the start that the Starks are connected to harsh ancient customs and mysterious magic. Bran becomes a psychic tree god, Arya a faceless assassin, and Jon an undead prophetic warrior king. The blood of House Stark is tied to the ancient secrets of Winterfell and the Wall, the Night's King and White Walkers, which might hint at the ending of Game of Thrones. According to legend, House Stark began 8,000 years ago, after the Long Night when the White Walkers came for the first time. The Walkers were defeated by the Last Hero with the Children of the Forest, or by Azor Ahai with a Flaming Sword, there are lots of different legends. But the Walkers went away and Brandon the Builder raised the wall to keep them out. Brandon also built the castle of Winterfell, and started House Stark, who ruled as Kings of Winter for thousands of years. Eventually, a people called the Andals invaded Westeros from across the sea, bringing a new religion and culture. Only the Kings of Winter could resist them, and that's why the North keeps the customs of the First Men, worshipping the Old Gods and remembering things that others forget. It all ties back to the foundation of House Stark in the fight against White Walkers and Winter. The ancient words of House Stark are a warning that Winter is coming. The Castle of Winterfell might be named for the place where the White Walkers were defeated, where Winter fell. Winterfell is built on hot springs that keep it warm through winter, and the crown of the Stark Kings was spiked with iron a metal of winter to fight against the cold. In the Winterfell crypts, the statues of dead Starks have swords of iron, and it's said that White Walkers hate iron. Winterfell might have magic defences against White Walkers, cause the Wall and Storm's End have protective spells, and Brandon the Builder is supposed to have built them both, maybe he gave Winterfell protective spells as well. It's said there must always be a Stark in Winterfell, as though the Starks have an ancient responsibility to defend the North from Winter and White Walkers. But the story goes deeper than that. Along the wall are 19 castles, mostly abandoned now. The oldest is the Nightfort, a dark and sinister place that's connected to the White Walkers. There are stories of a thing that came in the night, that killed people then brought them back as shambling slaves, like whites. There's a tale of a knight with eyes like blue stars, like a white walker. And the oldest Nightfort legend tells of the Night's King. In the TV show, the leader of the White Walkers is called the Night King, but he seems to be a different character to this Night's King. Cause the Night's King was Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and he met a woman with skin cold as ice and eyes like blue stars, which sounds like she was a white walker. The Night's King made her his queen and gave her his seed and his soul. Together they ruled the Night Fort and made sacrifices to the white walkers, which might mean that they gave their children to the walkers, like how the wildling Craster sacrifices his children. 
The Night's King and Queen ruled for 13 years, until they were cast down by the Stark King, Brandon the Breaker. All records of the Night's King were destroyed, and his name was forbidden, wiped from the memory of man. Why was the name of the Night's King so important? Well, Old Nan says that the Night's King was the brother of Brandon the Breaker, that the Night's King was a Stark. So, did an ancient Stark marry a White Walker? We can't totally trust these old legends, no one really knows what happened thousands of years ago. But the stories are there to give us hints, and there was obviously some kind of White Walker action at the Night Fort, which might have been part of the plan from the beginning. Because in Book 3, we see the Black Gate, a secret hidden magic gate at the Night Fort that lets Watchmen through the wall. It's made of a living weirwood face at the bottom of a deep dark well. It's super creepy, and looks like just the sort of gate you'd use if you were secretly giving babies to White Walkers. And thing is, the Black Gate is as old as the wall itself. It was built into the Night Fort from the start. Was this place designed for sacrifice to the White Walkers? The Night Fort was the chief seat of the Night's Watch for thousands of years. It was the first castle on the wall, possibly built by Brandon the Builder, founder of House Stark. So why do its oldest legends point to sacrifice and marriage to White Walkers? One popular theory is that the Walkers weren't just defeated in the Long Night, that there was actually a peace agreement. We know that lots of wars in the North ended with the Starks marrying a daughter of their enemy. So maybe the Long Night ended with the Stark Night's King marrying a White Walker. We know that Craster makes peace with the Walkers by sacrificing his children, so maybe sacrifice at the Night Fort was part of this White Walker peace deal. We also know that humans once made a pact with the Children of the Forest, and this was done before a grove of weirwood trees. Maybe the Weirwood Black Gate represents a similar pact between the White Walkers and the Starks. Maybe a marriage alliance with the White Walkers is how the Starks became kings of winter and built the Icy Wall. Maybe the phrase, there must always be a Stark in Winterfell was part of this ancient agreement. This is just speculation. If there ever was a peace with the Walkers, it's now forgotten. But the Starks might still be connected to the Walkers by their blood. There's a theory that the Starks are descended from the Night's King and his icy Night's Queen. Game of Thrones is full of symbolic repetitions and parallels. It's like poetry, it rhymes. And one of the stories that's repeated is of a baby boy with a secret special bloodline being raised as a Stark at Winterfell. For example, Jon Snow is secretly the son of Rhaegar Targaryen, but Jon is raised as Ned Stark's son at Winterfell. Another example is the story of Bale the Bard, where the son of a wildling was raised as a Stark at Winterfell. And there's a similar story with Gilly's baby. Remember that Gilly is one of the wives of Craster, who gives his sons to the White Walkers. When Gilly gives birth to a son, she and Sam run south to save the baby, passing through the Black Gate at the Night Fort. The plan is to raise Gilly's baby as Sam's bastard, and John considers raising the boy at Winterfell. So, over and over, there's a story of a baby boy with a secret bloodline being raised at Winterfell. Maybe the same thing happened with a child of the Night's King. Like, we're told that Brandon the Breaker cast down his brother the Night's King. What if Brandon found one of the Night's King's children at the Night Fort? 
Would Brandon murder his own baby nephew when kinslaying is such a crime in the North? Or would Brandon take his brother's baby to Winterfell and raise him as his own, just like Ned raised John and the Starks raised Bale's son? The story of Bale reveals that the Starks have wildling blood. Maybe the story of the Night's King reveals that the Starks have the blood of the Night's Queen, the blood of White Walkers. We are told that the Starks are not like other men, that they're made of ice and made for the cold. Old Stark kings included Brandon Ice Eyes and Edric Snowbeard. They named their sword Ice, just like the White Walkers use swords of ice. Maybe to the ancient kings of winter, the words winter is coming was a boast and a threat. Because the ancient Starks didn't accidentally take over the north, they conquered it kingdom by kingdom, slaughtering men, stealing wives, wiping out entire houses. These Starks were bad guys who did terrible things. Maybe in this brutal past, the Starks embraced their White Walker blood, just as the Targaryens embraced their blood of the dragon in their conquests. There's a great symmetry in the Targaryens having fiery dragon blood, if the Starks have icy White Walker blood. But being related to ice demons must have gone out of fashion, because now the Starks seem to want to deny their White Walker heritage. Like, that'd be why they hide the Stark name of the Night's King. And these iron swords in the crypts, we're told that they keep the spirits of the dead locked in their tombs. Why do the Starks need to lock away their own ancestors? Maybe because their ancestors are part White Walker. Maybe the Starks started using these iron swords to lock away their icy heritage. Maybe the iron in the crown of the Kings of Winter is there to suppress the White Walker in the mind of each Stark. Maybe Winterfell isn't built just to keep walkers out, it's built to keep White Walkers in. This whole thing could be very Lovecraftian. H.P. Lovecraft was a horror writer who influenced Game of Thrones author George Martin. There are Lovecraft references all over the World of Thrones, go watch our East video. And one of Lovecraft's recurring ideas is the fear of something terrible in your ancestry. In one story, called The Shadow of Innsmouth, the narrator finds out that he's descended from evil fish gods called Deep Ones. He tries to resist the Deep Ones, but ends up joining them in the sea. Maybe, similarly, the Starks will discover to their horror that they're descended from White Walkers, but will have no choice but to join them. Remember that Gilly's baby was meant to be sacrificed to the White Walkers, apparently to be transformed into one. So when Gilly and Sam take the baby south instead, the White Walkers come after them to take back the baby that was promised. Maybe that's what's happening with the Starks. Like, if the Starks are all descended from a baby of the Night's King who was meant to be sacrificed, Maybe the Walkers are now coming south to take back what's owed, to take the Starks as their own. Jon Snow is set up as the guy to beat the White Walkers, but surely the story won't end with just like a sword fight with the Night King. Author George Martin says that Game of Thrones isn't about good guys fighting bad guys, it's about conflicts within the human heart, like love versus duty, survival versus sacrifice. And that's what Jon's story is all about. He sacrifices his honour, his love, his own life. Maybe now he'll have to sacrifice himself to the White Walkers. He is the prince that was promised, in more ways than one. Maybe he'll represent the Stark blood promised to the White Walkers. 
John makes peace with the wildlings, maybe he'll make peace with the White Walkers. It could be another marriage pact. John could become the new Night's King. There are lines in the books about John having armor made of ice and his skin growing pale and cold. The tragedy here would be that John has just fallen in love with Daenerys, so again he'll have to choose between love and duty, between fire and ice, between banging his aunt and becoming a popsicle king to save the world. It's fantasy and it's human drama and it's bittersweet. This could be the end of Game of Thrones. If you liked this video, please like and subscribe, we'll be making lots more videos for the final season of Game of Thrones. For more on the Starks and White Walkers, check out Lucifer Means Lightbringer, Ideas of Ice and Fire, Grey Area, and others. The community's done lots of great analysis on this stuff. Thanks to artists Oriana Weisner, Claradox, Papazi, and Otach Altanoz. This video topic was chosen by the patrons at patreon.com oldshiftx. Thanks to patrons Dr. B, Giovai Dora, Jack Earfon, Travis Leilau, William Applegate, Story Hideo Smith, Majora's Mask, Jordan Bell, Max Campagna, Casper Sedgwick, Sam Goss, and Solvalent. Cheers.